Hello, Caesar. Good, good. Yes, we've done this before. Good job. Good job, Caesar. Yeah, we had postponed this meeting. I think we were going to do this the 14th of December. And you said, no, I need to get my classwork done. So yes, I have been a student and an instructor. Yes, you sent me that podcast. It was done very well. And I've known Willie Vote for over 20 years. I will see him at the Farm Progress Show near Boone, Iowa in early September.
Yes, I I believe that was a part uh, of either Farm Progress or perhaps that was part of Farm Journal. Um, remind me what the boot camp was. Yes, I don't think I was a presenter at the camp, but I've presented a lot of farm financial information over the last 30 years. I've worked for two different universities, both Colorado State University as well as Iowa State University. I'm retired, so I get a slower schedule. Someday you'll do that. I only live an hour and, and a half, uh, about 90 miles from Iowa City. So yeah, I'd look forward to being able to present at uh, a boot camp as well. I've taught at the high school level, community college level, and of course um, for 30 years at the university level.
Yeah, I, I'm. Maybe I don't look my age, but yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've been teaching um, pretty much for a, a, around um, thirty-five years. Plus, I worked in ag lending for five years. The good years: eighty-three, eighty-four, eighty-five, eighty-six, eighty-seven. Those were the farm crisis years. So those were the worst of times. And Caesar right now is some of the best of times. Yes, but it's not only corn. Um, you have uh, high prices for corn, soybeans, wheat, um, cattle, hogs, uh, ethanol. So uh, USDA Economic Research Service released a number about a month ago and, and 2021 will be either the second or third highest net, net farm income in history. Um, probably only comparable to uh, 2013. So uh, these are the best of times. It's going well. Um, we have four grandchildren. They live near Kansas City, and they're all under 12 years of age. So uh, they are a lot of fun, and they got radio-controlled cars. So they had to go back to school this week, but uh, we enjoyed racing uh, cars out on a dirt track. Uh, we have, uh, my son lives on 40 acres and uh, the kids have two horses and two dogs. And now they've got two, what they call RC tracks cars. I've been in Illinois um, twice this winter, by the way, Caesar. I, I, I did Farm Bureau meetings in November and I was just over a couple weeks ago doing meetings for Farm Credit Illinois.
Yes, I I did a pod or excuse me, I did a, a webcast, I believe, uh, probably mid June. I think I did that. So yeah, I like doing webcasts, but I'd rather be in person. Today I taught in Mount Pleasant, Iowa. So I appreciate agribusinesses encouraging farmers to come back out for in-person meetings. But then we're also doing some webcast webinars, uh, but most of those follow these in-person meetings uh, that I'm doing this month. Again, uh, eight of those for Farm Credit uh, Omaha, and then I'll be back over in Illinois doing four meetings for Compare Financial. Sure. Um, I think you participated in a Farm Bureau uh, webcast um, approximately the 16th of June, and you got a special invitation. Your county, Farm Bureau, uh, or uh, maybe a financial institute, would just need to contact me. Yes, I, I can do those fairly simply. I'm sitting at my kitchen table tonight. Yeah, I recognize that, but uh, with a webcast, you don't have to be in the county, you just need the link. So if someone puts on a meeting, just like tonight, you sent me a link, I opened it. So as long as you have some sort of uh, a communication network that you can get a link to those. So we're not limited by county lines anymore. Yes. Would you like me to contact her? Leave that up there. Um,
All right, I will contact um, Kayla and uh, see if there would be interest in me uh, conducting uh, a meeting. But like I said, uh, the, you could have, I had seven different counties that invited me to present in June. So sometimes uh, we just have to plan out ahead. But I'm doing webinars for Farm Credit Services of America. I'm doing uh, webinars, uh, webcast uh, next month for Rain and Hail, which is one of the 15 approved insurance providers. So for a retired guy, yeah, I, I can do those, but I let someone else organize them. Yeah, and I think it's going to take people like yourself. I think there are limitations at the university level. The limitation is staff that are willing to commit to that. Um, at Iowa State, on average for um, farm financial information, maybe one webinar per month, mostly around marketing. And then at the University of Illinois and FarmDoc, maybe two per month. But Caesar, it's private industry that's leading the way. It's not our community colleges. It's not our farm groups. It's our large ag lenders and crop insurance companies that are probably more committed. They, they do these webcasts with their own staff maybe every day or every other day. So I think it's going to be private industry that's going to lead the way with a lot of this cutting edge type of webcast that you can participate in. And again, that's nothing against the universities. I'm just saying they, they and they've got the tools, but you've got to have a topic, you got to prepare, and that's sometimes a limitation, especially when there's a tenure system, T-E-N-U-R-E, tenure system involved.
I think farm credit is the most aggressive, at least in my experience. And I think it's because they have a lot of financial officers and crop insurance specialists that work across large geographies. Um, Farm Credit Services of America works across four states, all of Iowa, all of South Dakota, all of Nebraska, all of Wyoming. So they've adopted these tools early. So they've been using these types of webinars or webcasts. If it's a private bank, it's probably a larger bank, um, multiple locations or a bank holding company that maybe they too have uh, adapted to these webinars and webcasts. But Caesar, do you know that it was the coronavirus, it was the pandemic that really opened up the door for a lot of these types of distance learning tools like webinars and webcasts. And now I think they're gonna just be a part of how we deliver timely information. Yes, I believe uh, there are 15 major providers of crop insurance. We call them uh, approved insurance providers. And because their staff are working across maybe five to 20 states, they've adopted early the use of the technology to do webinars and webcasts. And then especially in February, um, I, I know I'm personally doing uh, these webcasts for rain and hail, which is one of the larger approved insurance providers. And so they might be doing a training webcast that only their employees and or, or their sales reps can see. Uh, or um, what I'm doing in February is for uh, any customer of rain and hail. So I know I I believe I did four of those last winter and, and um, I, I did uh, four of those in September, crop insurance, focused on crop insurance. I think if you have a, a timely topic like crop insurance with a March 15th deadline and you can't go out and do a hundred meetings, um, that's where you see these webinars and webcasts really fit because there's some complexity around crop insurance.
It is, but you you even have to teach differently. As a teacher, 40 years of experience. Um, teaching in Zoom is different than teaching in person. You don't have typically have the interaction. Um, you can't read somebody's body language. Um, I sense that farmers are reluctant to be identified with a, a question uh, that unless there's some sort of an anonymous chat or some place that they can post a question that no one else can see it's from them, it's hard to draw the interaction and questions in a Zoom type of session where you have maybe 200 farmers on at the same time. I have to change my teaching technique. Um, I have a, I use what they call polls or questions similar to what they do at a farm doc where you draw people into the discussion and, and ask them questions and they respond. So they use their keyboards. That seems to set a tone for a more open message from the presenter and they're more likely to post questions or comments in the chats. Yes, I, I was a FFA advisor. Uh, I was an FFA member for seven years. I uh, was a state farmer. And uh, for those that know the FFA creed, I believe in the future of agriculture. So yes, I was an advisor for three years. And I still am a, a lifetime member of two different FFA chapters here in central Iowa. One's my home chapter of Pleasantville and the other one's the local chapter of North Polk. So yeah, I still am active and I judge every year at the state FFA leadership conference. I saw her picture earlier, very attractive girl. Yes, you have to be careful, Caesar. You would be easy to identify.
Definitely. You have good taste, Caesar. <laughs> it was price to value. Yes, I understand that. By the way, Mitch Hora's grandfather, Keith Hora, was at my meeting today in Mount Pleasant. So I asked about Mitch. Mitch was out of town. He grew up just about 30 miles north of uh, Mount Pleasant. But next week, I will be in Cedar Falls, and I will get with Chip Flory, um, and we'll probably be doing... Um, and farm interview. So uh, just listen on the radio and uh, you'll hear me uh, on the Farm Journal Network um, probably on Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. Again, uh, Chip uh, and I know each other very well. We both went to Iowa State and uh, we both run similar circles.
Yes, I'll mention that to Chip next week. In fact, I'll be on AgriTalk, is the syndicated radio show. And uh, I'll also text you uh, what time that is. Uh, you can look up AgriTalk on local radio stations and uh, it airs live. So you can hear uh, that interview with Chip and I'll mention your name uh, during the live show. And uh, I do know uh, Mitchell Hora is going to be at the Commodity Classic. That'll be a uh, second week of March down in New Orleans. So I uh, hope, hope to catch up with uh, Mitchell then. That's a good idea. Let me mention that uh, to Chip and uh, he can put the two of us together. We'll let him take the lead on a Zoom meeting and maybe we could even have a theme or a topic that we can discuss. I, I know you sent me some questions on crop insurance. Uh, I appreciate that. I've become very fond of you as well, Caesar. So um, I have a, a lot of respect for you. And I love the technology that allows you to communicate uh, with other ag professionals.
Yes, you become very good um, at the technology and you text me. I, I know you sent me text at uh, Christmas as well as New Year's. And I bet you're a good driver because you're very focused. Oops, I don't remember having a disease, but we're all trying to keep away from viruses.
Oh, yes. I, uh, I've been battling prostate cancer for 10 years, and uh, I went through surgery in 2012, and then four different rounds of radiation. But just since this spring, um, I'm dealing with cancer cells by uh, medicines. I, I take one shot every three months, and then I take five pills a day. And uh, I've, the cancer cells are no longer um, growing, they're dead or dormant. So um, again, God's blessed me. Even though I have cancer, I will probably live with this cancer the rest of my life, as long as it doesn't spread into my bones or organs. Thank you for asking. Yes, but uh, it was diagnosed early, and that's the key with cancer today, is if, they, if uh, the medical professionals can find that cancer early in your body, there's a lot more choices. And I will probably be on these medications the rest of my life, but I'm, I'm 67 um, this week, so I have good chances that I'll have a, a normal life expectancy expectancy because of these cancer medications. I appreciate that and I thank God every day. I think God has a plan for me. That's why I'm retired, but I'm still out doing what I love, teaching farmers. It's good to hear you. I'll be doing 10 meetings in Iowa and Illinois, and then I'll get a break late this winter. I'll be presenting for uh, AgriView Solutions, and that meeting's in Phoenix. So I'm going to have to go to Phoenix to do meetings this winter, too. I appreciate that. I enjoy working with you and we have a lot of common friends. Uh, you'd mentioned Mitchell Hora as well as um, Chip Flory and of course, Willie Vote. We know a lot of the same people.
Yes. Oh, good to hear from you. And again, I'll follow up with Kayla as I will be doing more meetings in Illinois in both January as well as February. Have a blessed evening. Thank you for the opportunity, Caesar.